What's happening, party people? Thank you for downloading this week's episode of Series 5 of the What The Fartlek Podcast. As always, Rob and I are here to bring you some inspirational stories from our amazing running community and some absolute nonsense from us sandwiched in between. Now, please do take a moment to subscribe wherever it is that you get your podcasts. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, the best way you can support us is by leaving a rating and a review. Yeah, we love interacting with you guys, so please give us a follow on social media. You can find us by searching What The Fartlek on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok and YouTube. And we also have a new website at www.whatthefartlek.com. Now we're on a mission this series to build our Fartlek family, our online running community. And we would love you to be a part of it. We're arranging challenges, meetups and a supportive network of running pals. If you'd like to be involved, please do get in touch for some more information. And with that being said, seeing as I did a, such a good job of this last time, hit the music! Are you alone, groupie, and are you enjoy your run? Like to take it easy, you're shooting up like a gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. So welcome to the Worth of Fight Like Run community. If you're 17, 25, push it in your tail. Come along, join us, this is the place for you. Welcome to the Worth of Fight Like Run community. Welcome to the Worth of Fight Like Run community. Um, Matthew. Yellow. Uh, yellow, jello, yellow for jello. Um, it's, it's December. Uh, yes. Uh, season's greetings for you, sir. Season's greetings. And it, th- December, of course, only means one thing. And that's... I get to eat my first advent calendar of chocolate. Okay, it means two things. One, you get to eat your first <laughs> advent calendar of chocolate. But two, and linked, and linked, is the fact that it's Christmas this month. It is. And with that in mind, can I ask you a question? Well, then. How does King, how does good King Wenceslas like his pizza? Um, I don't know. How did, how does good King Wenceslas like his pizza? One that's deep and crisp and even. <laughs> what? What? Deep pan crisp and even. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Do you know oh. the good King Wenceslas? You know, you know the song, don't you? Uh, vaguely from my from my childhood. Was that a little bit niche? That joke, do you think? <laughs> that might have been. Yeah, I mean, we're keeping it. We're keeping it. In. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to series five, episode ten of the What the podcast. My name's Rob, <laughs> and I'm Matt. Do you want to, do you want to sing the the, the the song for that song? The no, I don't. That song? Because I don't know the real word <laughs> apart from deep pan crisp. And even. Oh, this has started terrible. <laughs> that was my worst one yet. Hang on, hang on. We've just been sat here, right, thinking how we can start the show, and you've just gone, I need a joke. So I'm guessing you've just gone to Google and started in Christmas jokes, and that's the best you come up with. Yeah. <laughs> I've got another oh. one. Oh, what? What? Try, what? try and save it. Try and save it. Go on. It's, a, it's another song as well that I don't really know. Oh, um, God. What, <laughs> um, what carol is most heard in the desert? I don't know. Go on. Oh, camel, ye faithful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Oh. I'm out. I oh, give up. God Quick, so, on the on the show, on the show this week. 
Oh, we've got how our weeks have been. Uh, not part one with Ben, but he's got an announcement to, to tell us, so I'm excited to hear about that. Uh, interview with Dean Wicks, SMJ in a ring. Jack tries, tries to get another reference to uh, entering to the circle. The roll calls and then the thank yous. What type of key do you need for an activity play? Still going, well, what type of key do you need for an activity play? A donkey. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can work with that one. I can work with that one. <laughs> How's your oh, week been, mate? <laughs> oh, just busy uh, busy doing kids' football and the snow came, so I've not really been doing much, to be honest. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's how my week's gone. How about yours? Is that it? Is that the end of your update? That's my. uh, I I should be uh, cracking on with the ultra running and stuff. Yeah, you uh, really should. Do you remember remember how, like, on the very last episode, you had a big epiphany about what you needed to do for ultra running and for this ultra marathon you've got in February? Done none of it, have you? Yeah, I I first need to buy some trail shoes and stuff like that. So I'm uh, (laughs) googling the cheapest pair of trails. (laughs) (laughs) I found some though, thirty-five quid. I'm having them. Yeah. If it, I, yeah. I'll be honest, I just thought you were going to like stick some thumbtacks through the bottom of your trainers. <laughs> um, oh, now no, there's a thought. <laughs> save you some money, mate. Pack of thumbtacks, 99p from a stationary box. Does stationary box still exist? I'm not sure, to be honest. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's going on this episode. I've got, I've, got, I've got plans to go out next weekend at some point and try and go into Peaks and, uh, and spend a couple of hours out there and then try and get some miles in the legs. So, uh, sounds, fingers, that sounds... Fingers, Fingers crossed we can get out there. Uh, obviously, with kids football lovely. and stuff, it's uh, it's going to be a stretch, but we'll see. Didn't know your kids play football, mate. <laughs> Piss off, Rob. How's <laughs> your week been? Um, not great, to be honest, man. I, I think if, if people... Um, not to bring the mood down. After this high, high level of comedy that has opened the episode... Um, you know, just really, really good shit. Um, no, I, I posted on my my instagram yesterday and i said that i was going to go into a bit more on the podcast i don't want to dwell on it too much or come across like i'm bleating but i've had a really tough november if i'm honest and um running has suffered as a consequence like there's been some really big highs in in november with alton towers and some great park run meetups and running with friends and um started through some speed work and it's, it's not that november's been a bad month in terms of accomplishments but um, there's been a lot of other stuff going on in my life and um, we're yes. trying to move home and it nearly all fell apart on Monday. So, I, you know, I spent Monday morning sat on the kitchen floor crying because thinking I was letting everybody down and um, it, it, the, the kids are being very, very difficult. And I think one thing that you always get to with with family particularly is I don't know about you, but I carry a lot of guilt. If I ever am trying to arrange some time away from work and work's been pretty hectic as well i've been through a bit of turmoil in work i can't really talk about publicly but um it's just not been great um and um coming through the side of it though but i think um the, the thing is that when you do book time off work as a parent oftentimes you think that you've got to do it around your kids because you take this great sense of parent guilt don't you that if you're not doing if you're not spending time with your kids doing something with your kids then you're a bad parent and um and same with your with your spouse with your other half you know if you get time if you do get free time you've got to, well we haven't had a date in four years so we've got to get out together and do this and you know what it just got a bit too much for me and um i just wanted to 
to to put that out there, not to kind of not as a sob story, not because I want any particular sympathy or although the response I had to my Instagram post about it yesterday was very overwhelming and very humbling. I'm very grateful to everybody who took the time either to comment on it or private message me, which they did. Um, because what I tried to point out was that I feel this way and I feel very vulnerable at the moment. And I feel very, um, uh, it's not just my running that's impacted, it's other parts of my life as well. I'm feeling very emotional and feel very fragile. And, um, and, and, and oftentimes I've, I've refrained from giving myself a break. I've not gone for a run because it was the first thing that I could sort of give up. It was the first thing that could, you know, give, if you like. And in the same breath, I've, um, I've not really had any time for myself because I've been so busy. And then on the time I have had, it's like, I've got to send it with spammy. I've got to spend it with the kids. And I think a lot of people feel that way. Um, or certainly I got that impression from the response that I got. And, and I did just want to come on and, and just say that if anybody hasn't seen that post or if anybody is feeling that way, I think it's very, very important that we do realise that we take time to ourselves. And I did that yesterday. I, I had a more, I booked a morning off work and I did the school run and then I just watched TV in bed and I had a long shower and then I went for a four mile run just on my own with my thoughts around Rother Valley. And, and you know what? It was a great way to push the reset button. Did it fix all the things that are going on with, in my life? Absolutely not but it certainly meant that I could sort of face into the afternoon um, a little bit more comfortably and confidently. And, and certainly with the massive amounts of support behind me as well for, from all you guys, which I'm very, very grateful for again. But it, it was just to say that, you know, if you please don't fear judgment and, you know, I can relate to what you're saying. I mean, obviously uh, my, my daughter lives, lives with her mother. Uh, and when she comes over at a weekend, I, I, I'm off doing refereeing and stuff sometimes and I, I feel guilty that I'm not spending the time with her I feel a bit you know like everything you've just you've just said it it does get to you like am I, am I doing enough for them am I am I, am I being there for them enough am I, am I treating them to what they need to be treated to and stuff like that and it does it does bear a burden on you sometimes but like you say sometimes you do need that re, re, refresh and that reset button that you you just booked a day off and spent a bit of time for yourself and and, and you know yeah but, but I can I can understand where you where you're coming from with it. I've, I've, yeah, yeah. And and, and I, I think and, and I think we can. And, and you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that you know there's there's no right or wrong in this conversation. We're just trying to get through it alive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Some a very very wise young man once said that life is terminal and it's our job to live it. But equally, I think it's our job to try and get out of it with as few bruises as possible. And if you are getting battered from pillar to post, it's okay to take yourself out of the firing line for just a moment so that you can catch your breath. And um, and you shouldn't feel judged about it. And you shouldn't compare yourself to what you see on social media or what you see your friends doing or what your family or other people expect you to do. Because at the end of the day, we've we've just got to get by and you're doing great. You're all doing great. And just keep going. And whether that's about being a parent, being a husband or a wife, being a friend, being a son, a daughter, whether it's about being a runner, whether it's about being an athlete of any kind, whether it's what, whether it's being an employee, a good employee, whatever it might be, just just know that whatever you are doing, whatever you can do, it is enough, and you've just got to let's just keep going and, and let's just look after ourselves because yeah, it was quite an eye-opening experience to kind of sit there this week and think, God, I'm I'm in the thick of it at the minute, and and I just need to to pause, hit pause for a second.
I'm glad, I'm glad you're coming out of it, mate, as well. You know, it's good, mm. good that you're getting it off your chest as well. So yeah, thank you. A- absolutely. absolutely. Thanks for sharing. No, no, you're very welcome. And like I said, hopefully, if it just gives a couple of people a, a bit of a reassurance that, hey, it's all right. It's all right to not be perfect. It's all right if every now and then you shout. You can feel guilty about it. And you can apologise and that's fine. But it's all right if you're not perfect all the time. Um, and it's all right if you miss a couple of runs. And it's all right if it doesn't always go to plan. It's all right if on a weekend, instead of going out and doing all these things, you just want to lie in bed and watch Netflix as a, as a family. It just, 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 just do you, and just get through it. Um, and that's pretty much all I've got to say about that, in the words of Forrest Gump. Um, so, with that being said, um, I'm going to go now, Matthew Taylor, mm-hmm. yes. and I'm going to talk to Ben. Yes. Um, mm. Would you like to come? Um, I've, you know, I've got to shoot for work, and I'm doing the segments in a, a bit of a. We had order this week again, so I've got to shoot to work again. Of course you have. Right, okay. Uh-huh. So I'm going to go and talk to Ben. And um, yeah, and, and we'll see what, because he wasn't at Parkrun this week. That's the, no. that's the weird bit. So um, Parkrun was cancelled all across South Yorkshire because of the horrendous snow that Matthew alluded to earlier. So um, instead, um, Ben has got a very, very exciting announcement for our Fart Like family for a community challenge oh. for 2022. So um I'm going to go and find out, and you're going to listen with uh, with bated breath for what it yeah. is on uh, on tomorrow morning, aren't you? Yeah, I'll see, see you on the other side. I'll see you on to the side. Uh, Mr. Ben Stittle, are you there? Mr. Ben Stittle, reporting in. How are we doing, sir? You all right? Yeah, good. Not too bad, thank you. Just got back from a run. Been out for a nice 10 miles with Jordan Moat again. Oh, oh that, that's it. That's his shout out. He wasn't going to get a shout out this week. He's kept the streak alive. Oh, no, he's having a shout out. He's having a shout out. And uh, I think I forgot to submit into the roll call for him yes. as well. But a big shout out to him for his uh, Doncaster 10K at the weekend just gone. He's yeah. gone and run another 10K PB this weekend. He's, he's in the form, form of his life, isn't he? Yeah, no, we've actually recorded roll call already, not to ruin the magic of how this gets stitched together. But uh, yeah, no, no, we, I, I, it slipped my mind as well. Just because he's running these bloody PBs every week, it's hard it's to keep up, isn't it? Absolute conveyor belt of PBs at the minute. 10 milers, 10Ks, any distance, he's just smashing out PBs. Incredible. So well done, George. Dead proud of you, mate. Um, Matt's not here again. Sorry, mate. He's decided he doesn't want to be involved in this segment. Just too good for it. Um, Tiny little moron. Um, No, he's gone to work. Uh, So... uh, I've not got got my glamorous assistant this week either. No, your assistant is a lot more glamorous than mine, to be honest. Yep, yep, I can confirm that one, definitely. Yeah, fair, fair. Um, no, it's just me and you. It's, it, it's the good two, though. But, we, but we've not got a great deal to talk about, have we, with actual park run? Because what happened this weekend? Robbie, Robbie, Robbie. It was a disaster. So, we, with the weather, everyone knows about the storm. We checked the weather forecast on Friday night. Winds were up. It hinted that there might be a, a little snow shower during the night so we went to bed midnight thinking it's all right nothing's come down it'll be fine by the morning got up 6 30 saturday morning as we usually do looked out the window bang don't know what happened in that few hours in that six hours overnight but it just came down um 
we took one look, I stepped outside, I'm like, I can't even get up the hill in this, not in the car, it was just a few inches deep in snow, and we started scanning Facebook, thinking, is Barnsley on, because we're in Barnsley, so we thought, because we can get to that one, but that was cancelled, and I think in the end, there were only about eight Yorkshire events on. Yeah, Yorkshire's notorious for the snow, innit? I think it's it's to do oh. with, I actually read about it, it's to do with how close we are to the peaks. The, yep. the, 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 the mountains shield us from the uh, from the winds and that means that the, the, the we don't get the Atlantic winds like the north like the northwest do which means yeah. that the, the wind isn't wet which doesn't melt the snow might be talking absolute bollocks I'm sure there's some geography um, right. uh, professionals but uh, yeah. <laughs> might be absolute nonsense somebody told me that once and I believe it at 35 so but yeah we get a lot of snow in Yorkshire don't we we do we do yeah and it was just too much we we I said to him, come on, let me let me try and get the car out. But when we started seeing all the cancellations coming in, the furthest yeah. one, what, what, the one we missed was the one we went to the other week, Frickley. I that, saw that Frickley was on. Didn't about eight people run it? Yes, yes. <laughs> and if we'd have known, I'd have risked it getting there because that's not too far away. But I was, do, you, do you know, out of all the ones I follow on Facebook, that's one of the ones I didn't follow and I didn't oh. think. But hey-ho, listen... We put our PJs on, we sat on the sofa, and we just watched crap on telly. Like, yeah, snow snow weekend. Yeah, snow weekend. We did end up going out in the afternoon. We went over to Sheffield and watched ice hockey and had a great afternoon. Yeah. But yeah. didn't watch an ice hockey, but no park run, and it's still quite, still quite tender. So this weekend, we're going to make up for it. Yeah, absolutely. And looking forward to hearing about where you do get to on your adventures this weekend on next week's show. However, we didn't want this week to be a bust. No. So, uh, so, Mr. Ben Stittle, you've still got uh, a big announcement for us. We've teased it. We've talked about the fact that we are long overdue a community challenge. And you, sir, are going to be our master of ceremonies. You're taking a lead on this for us. So why don't you tell our lovely listeners, our lovely fa- like family, all about what we're going to be getting up to in 2022 and how they can get involved? OK, so I might not be as enthusiastic as you, but I will try. <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 2022 sees the inaugural What the Fartlek Parkrun Cup. Ooh. This is a community challenge where anybody and everybody can get involved. It's not about being the fastest. The fastest is not guaranteed to win. This is a cup which will allow everybody to compete and take part. Um, anybody can win it. Now, how do you win it? Now, firstly, I will need from anybody willing to participate, I need everyone to submit to me their fastest 5K time post-COVID. So whether that be... I said, when do we define post-COVID? Is it when parkrun started? Yeah, let's. What I yeah. would say is that if it's if, if it's a parkrun time, then it's from when mm-hmm. it came back. If yep. during the 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 in the interim periods you've smashed out a really quick 5K time trial, send us that one instead. It's basically the quickest you've been in recent memory. Because we all know that lockdowns hit people hard and it's impacted people's performance. Absolutely. So, yeah, you submit me your 5K time. And then what we do is at the start of January, 
So you've got four weeks now because we are on the start of December. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got a whole month to submit your fastest 5K time. You could even go out and submit your fastest one over the next four weeks and leave it till the end of the month and then tell yes. me. But you submit your time to me. I will gather everybody's data. And on the 1st of January, there will be a live draw. Oh, we love we love an Instagram draw, don't we? Oh yes, what the fartlek will be drawing live, and we will be pitting two people against each other. Now, what happens is you will be drawn randomly against an opponent, and you will have four weekends from the date of the draw to complete a park run, and you can pick any park run. But the goal, the idea of it is to run as close to your PB or break your PB if you can. The way it works is you'll be pitted against somebody. Now, say you're a 20-minute runner and you're against a 25-minute runner. What will happen is you'll go out, you'll have four weeks to attempt to get as close to your PB as possible. Now, if if you run 10 seconds under your submitted time and your opponent runs nine seconds under their submitted time the person that runs the 10 seconds is the person that goes through so the way the handicap works is whatever the difference is between your two times is the time difference if it's if it's greater than is this right if it's greater yeah. than the the previous difference the fastest one goes through and if it's lesser than the the person who submitted the slightly slower time they would end up going through yes so always on handicap it'll all be explained a bit in a bit more detail likely in the newsletter at the end of the month um but that's how it works and then at the end of the month i'm going to look at all the data figure out who's gone through who's not um and then we'll have another live draw and we keep going and we keep going until we get down to the final couple of people and then this is the bit that we want to try and make work as best we can when it gets down to the final week and the final two. Depending on location, it's going to be really difficult because you might have you might have a Scottish opponent against a South Coast opponent and we can't drag them to the middle of the country to compete in the final. But one thing that me and Rob have said is when it gets down to the final, if we can't get the two people to the same venue then me and Rob will meet each person at their venue and we will record their time. They can pick any weekend they want and the winner will get a trophy. Yes. I'm going, I'm going to, I'm going to dip into petty cash and we're going to, we're going to have an actual trophy for the winner that we'll post out to you or present to you. um, Hopefully at the live event, if, if we can get people together and of course, encouraging people as well, Ben, won't we? if, If it does work, Blue sky thinking, and let's say we get people together at it'll probably be Milton Keynes, always Milton bloody Keynes, isn't it? Um, let's say yep. we get everyone together at Milton Keynes, we want people to come as well, and we'll make it a fart like family weekend. And if the other people can come, and we'll have a trophy ceremony, and we'll make it, and it'll be towards the end of the year, it's probably going to take six, seven, eight months. This it'll it'll go on for the long haul, um, yep. depending on how many people we get. Then we can make a weekend of it and have some beers afterwards. Absolutely, we'll make it a good day out. Um, hopefully we'll get two people in the same same kind of region but if not we'll make something work we'll have a great day someone will receive a prize and hopefully it'll encourage people to get out and get to park run yep. run a park run 
yeah. work hard, get everybody back fit and in shape of those who feel they might not be. Yeah. Um, and Love just it. create a bit of excitement around it because I've I've taken part in something like this before and it really does it makes you work hard and it makes you enjoy it and yeah it's great we love it yeah yeah it is it's a great one and it's definitely not one that we've just lifted from our running club <laughs> absolutely not absolutely not, absolutely not. Um, but, it, <laughs> but it is good fun it is great fun and i'm really excited for it in terms of keeping a track on it guys as well um we will be um the website will be updated with the brackets and everyone's getting on and the updates and we'll try and get you guys to do some blogs and to tell us about how you've experienced it and all that good stuff um, it'll be in the newsletter. We'll get a good community feel about it. It's going to be a great one. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Big thanks to Ben for organising it. Um, the Was there anything else I wanted to mention? If you can, when you get drawn against somebody, if you can meet up and do it together, that would be incredible, but appreciate it's not possible every single month or depending on where you are in the country. So it's absolutely not a prerequisite. Um, but yeah, just just get involved. We'll um, First and foremost, Ben, I guess if people do want to apply we should tell them if, if you listen to this you're like i am in this sounds dead good why wouldn't you if you just drop ben a private message on instagram at sheffield strider of course ben will get your yeah. name on the list we'll also start circulating on the newsletter throughout the month we'll get a link done so that you can sign up officially that way as well definitely yeah that's best way just ping me on instagram then i know people's exact names and handles because it's very hard to keep up with all the different names and instagrammers in the whatsapp group yeah um, ping me a message on instagram tell me your submitted time you don't have to do it this week you can do it anytime up to the 31st of december hopefully not everybody leaves it to the 31st of december <laughs> yeah leaving uh, a lot of work to do on chris on new year's eve wouldn't it mate exactly yeah new year's eve will be spent past midnight just updating spreadsheets <laughs> but yeah if you want if you can get me on instagram sometime through the month of december Tell me your time and get ready for the live draw on the 1st of January. Sounds wonderful, mate. I, for one, am very excited. I will be messaging you straight away to get signed up. And I encourage everyone to do the same. Right then, Ben, I will let you get back to your evening, man. Uh, have fun at Parkrun this weekend. Uh, I know where you're going. I think it's going to be a good one. And we'll have a chat about it next weekend. Hopefully as well with a bit more of an update on how we're getting on with, uh, with set up the Parkrun Cup. Sound good? Definitely. Yep, 100%. Have a good one, mate. You too, mate. See you soon. Bye. And that, Matthew, is our brand new 2022 Community Challenge. What do you reckon to that? Oh, awesome. I can't, you know, I can't wait to get started. Everything you spoke about, it, it sounds like an interesting concept. Uh, it sounds amazing to get everybody involved. Uh, yeah, just can't wait. I haven't listened to it, have you? <laughs> yeah. Okay, What? What? what what's the challenge? Um, it's community challenge. Yeah, 2022. Yep. Yeah, I told you all that in the yeah, last it's, segment. It's, it's great. It's it's oh, it's brilliant. I can't wait to to get it, get it going. I haven't got a clue, have you? Couldn't <laughs> even hazard a guess. <laughs> no, gonna, no. A is it a community challenge? It is a community. Stop stop saying community challenge. Dig up, please, <laughs> idiot. Um, it's Ben. What does Ben talk about every week? Part run. So what part kind of challenge? It's, it's a part run community challenge. I can't wait to get started. That'll, that'll do. Right, okay. Uh, let's, let's, let's move on. Um, shall we get over to our interview? Yes. Can't wait for this one. You excited? 
Yeah, I mean, he's been a, a far like family OG since since day one. Uh, always followed followed us from the start, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to for people to hear hear his his journey and all his triumphs of uh, fundraising as well as well. Can't wait to yeah, absolutely, absolutely brilliant story, Mr. Dean Wicks. I'm not going to give too big of a, an intro. People know him. People know what he's about. He's done some amazing things. He's still doing some amazing things. But let's hear from the man himself, shall we? Let's go and find out all about Mr. Dean Wicks. Right then, you lot, Series 5 is drawing to a close, but we are showing no signs of slowing down. And today we're talking to a friend who is on the verge of finishing his biggest challenge yet, a dedicated fundraiser whose running journey has seen him raise an astonishing amount of money for charity with some wacky challenges thrown in from 5K a day, lockdown marathons and so much more. I cannot wait to find out more about him and I know you will be excited for it too. So please join me. And welcome in a good pal, a fart like family OG, Mr. Dean Wicks. How are we doing today, dude? Really good, thanks, Rob. How about yourself? Yeah, good, thanks. Bit of a hectic day and the snow is falling, but, uh, but yeah, uh, warming in the house now with a cup of tea. So so all good. How's your day been? Have you uh, been out for a run at all? Uh, yeah, went out, went out on my own this morning for five miles and then sort of got off to Junior Park Run with two of the kids, the youngest and the eldest. So, yeah, it's been, been a pretty good day. Overall, lovely really. lovely how did the kids get on a junior park run uh yeah i mean the the eldest seemed to sort of uh take his time a bit with his, with his running today I, I don't really know what happened with him he sort of played a couple of different things with the weather uh, and the youngest hated it because it was very cold and very windy but uh overall uh, they had a good time so Sometimes you wonder why you force them to do it, don't you? But <laughs> when, when they're Olympians, it'll all be worth it. <laughs> yes, definitely. I, I mean, to, to, today, I did wonder whether whether it was worth taking them at all. But after I'd got back from my run, they were both sat waiting for me, ready to go. So I thought, OK, I need to take them. So. Oh, that's a good side, mate. That's better than I do in my lot, to be honest. We drag them kicking and screaming out the door to Junior Park Run. But I'm uh, I'm convinced they'll, they'll come round to it at some point. Uh, right then, let, let's get into it, man. I have got so much to talk about. I know a lot about you already just from being pals, but I want to find out more. And I know that people do as well. So we start every every one of these conversations in the same place. Can you just tell me a little bit about how your running journey, how your fitness journey started? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I've, I was I was quite a, a overweight. Um, I've never been never been skinny. Um, my <clears throat> my dad died back in 2009, which which sort of didn't help where I was um mentally physically um it still took me a few years to get my head around it but sort of 2013 2014 um i don't really know how it happened but i started doing something called insanity which uh was like a 30 minute workout Mm -hmm. dvd type thing on a on a day-to-day basis and from there i found my way into cycling started enjoying that um and by the end of by the end of that first year, I'd lost I'd lost four stone, wow. um, and I'd started sort of seeing improvements in myself, um, how I felt, and how how I felt mentally, physically, um, and things started rolling from there. Um, I didn't find running for a while. I mean, I I tried it, but didn't really like it. I I tried a couple of park runs in around about 2017. It just wasn't for me. Um, and then sort of 2018 came around, um, and 
it it was coming up for the tenth year anniversary of my my dad passing, um, and I decided to do ten events to mark ten years since he'd passed. Um, so with that, there was a couple of ten k events that I'd found along the way um, that I thought no, I, I need to give it a go again. And from that point onwards, running really took over for me uh, uh, as a passion that I really, really started to enjoy, which helped as a vehicle for, for what I love doing, which is spreading awareness and raising awareness and money for for charities that are close to me with sort of cancer and kidney research. Um, yeah, so... From 2018 onwards, I start. I started running, um, and I'd say I didn't really consider myself a proper runner, <laughs> which uh, which seems to be the way with everyone when they first get into it. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, sort of from 2019 onwards, I started taking it a little bit more seriously. Um, yeah. And 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 that, and that's how we got into running. I mean, it's an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, how did you find it? it? We always say, don't we, that you always need a hook when it comes to running. And it's interesting that you tried it, it hadn't stuck. But then when you had that that idea of I'm going to use this as a vehicle to raise money, suddenly that broke down the walls and, and you found I found a love for it. Was it was it pretty instantaneous then, or, or did you find that it took a few events and it took a little bit of perseverance before you realised, oh, actually, you know what, this is this is pretty good. This is worth the hard work. I'd say it was it was almost almost instantaneous when I'd started doing the charity events. Um, before that, if it was just trying to run outside on my own, or I mean, even park run. I did about three park runs back in 2017, and maybe even early 2018 and I just I didn't really see what all the fuss was about um but I think when I coupled it with doing an actual charity event and what I was doing it for it just sort of seemed to spark Mm. um and it really took hold from there yeah absolutely and and we're going to get onto the charity stuff in a moment because I know that it's a huge part of your life and your running journey Let's just uh, loop back round to those early events then. Are there any, you said that it was the events that really took hold. That was when you clicked and thought, oh yeah, this is a bit good. Are there any early memories from any of those 10K or any of the race events that you that, that really stand out as sort of like a bucket list item as, you know, coming over that finish line or coming around a corner into a busy street that made you go, oh wow, yeah, this is, this is special? Um, that's a hard one as well, really, because... I mean, I, I when when I was uh, doing the the ten years, the, the ten events for ten years, um, it it was all for Macmillan. And my first my first event that I'd booked myself into was uh, the um, I think it was Run Regions Park that Macmillan Macmillan do, which is a ten k. And I'd never run that far before in my life. Mm. Um, so I I I sort of booked myself onto that, not really knowing if I could do it couple of weeks beforehand I'd seen that there was one sort of locally to me the Colchester 10k so I jumped I jumped onto that and I loved it and I thought I, I think I might I think I might really enjoy this uh, and it got round to coming up to, to the day for my first for the first event for my dad and yeah I mean it was it was just brilliant the whole atmosphere I mean there were sort of steel drum bands and stuff and yeah I mean just everything about it uh, it was just amazing 
there's something really special about race day, isn't there? So um, you said you were raising money for Macmillan um, in that first series of challenges. You've you've gone on to raise an absolutely astronomical amount of money. How how does the the charity side of things play into to your running journey? Then is is that is that what kind of drives you? Because we're going to get on to the challenges that you've done since and. And, and sometimes we find ourselves that we have to make the challenges bigger and weirder and more more <laughs> difficult to accomplish because that's what brings the money in. Um, but but how 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 does that factor into the journey? I, I take it it's it's absolutely imperative from your perspective. It is. However, I I sort of become very competitive with myself, mm. um, which my wife will probably say is a bad thing. Um, but I mean, ultimately got where I've got and I've raised what I have because I keep challenging myself to do more or do bigger and, and go further and yeah <laughs> absolutely and, and so uh, so talk to me about some of these challenges then you came out of your uh, the 10-year anniversary challenges that you did that did you say that was 2018 was it yes yeah so 2018 through to 2019 I've done 10 events and my last my last event was a marathon hike um across the the south coast um and it was that it was actually the day after the 10th anniversary of my dad's sort of passing which which was wow. there how was that quite... how was how i can imagine it was emotional but how was that experience? i imagine from a view that like the scenery the views the the emotions it must have been a pretty special day oh yeah it was it was it was amazing i mean it was it was very emotional um and but I mean yeah I mean this the scene the scenes were amazing Macmillan as a support were were amazing and yeah I mean just the whole the whole thing it was it was yeah <laughs> incredible yeah yeah amazing um so you came out of that that we're into 2019 now um the dreaded c word isn't too far away from rearing its ugly head how does your running journey evolve from from the um. So from there on in, it was it was more about me uh, and doing things for myself. I mean, there was no there was no charity ties. I was sort of just left my own devices. Um, I booked myself in for for a couple of different sort of smaller events, and I got myself onto the the Great East Run, which uh, isn't as big as its sister up in the north. But um, yeah, I, 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 it was still another half marathon event that I'd got myself into. Uh, went and done that, and obviously got myself booked on for the ballot for London Marathon, didn't get in um, and I was then contacted by Kidney Research UK who I'd done uh, events for in the past um, about sort of jumping on board with them to do the 2020 London Marathon which was obviously ultimately cancelled by that <laughs> which which spoiler alert can i ask you a quick question i'm just I, I don't mean to jump in and interrupt but it's something i'm genuinely interested in and i think there'll be other people in a similar boat so i'm keen to get your thoughts on it uh, i'm similar to you in the sense of charity is always a big driver for me you said that going into 2019 you had a period of time where that wasn't the focus and it was about running for you did you find that transition difficult at all? You know, where you're not doing something, the, the, the reason is not to raise money. You're not on that grind. Suddenly the only person who's accountable and culpable is you. Did you find it difficult to keep yourself motivated? Very. Um, mm. I mean, if you if you look at my running stats uh, up to sort of June 
when uh, when my last event was sort of for charity from June onwards I mean it was very sporadic to say the least I mean it was very up and down um, and I'd say probably after September um, I mean you wouldn't catch me doing more than about 30 or 40 miles a month <laughs> yeah yeah no it's it, 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 I'm exactly the same is the reason I ask it's it's so hard isn't it? when, when everything is focused around raising that money and doing that fundraising um when it's just on your shoulders suddenly we can get in our own heads a little bit can't we yeah oh yeah definitely um yeah i mean i i i tried i tried to keep it going but when there wasn't that that drive and focus to do it i i, I did i did struggle so obviously the plan would have then become to start training for 2020 but of course 2020 went how 2020 went i don't know how many times i can spin a different way of saying that covid happened and it was shit um but uh but that pretty much covers it um you adapted though didn't you and you didn't let the lockdown and the cancellation of events stop you from from carrying on that grind and, and that's from 2020 through to this year so second part of this chat let's let's get into that let's talk about the fundraising through a lockdown world um how how did that evolve for you how did you get into it what was the planning behind it what was the first event that you did just start talking me through that dude um so yeah obviously 2020 came around uh, january really excited start start training away for the marathon not knowing what's about to happen get to get to march um I'd, it, it was a friday night um i'd switched my runs around uh, friday was meant to be a rest day i'd switched my runs my runs around because of what i was doing over that weekend i'd just been out and sort of cracked out a nice sort of quick 5k got home thinking uh, on top of the world thinking oh yes this is amazing i can't wait for next month and the london marathon uh, to find an email from uh, the London Marathon events to say that it had been postponed until October. Um, from that point, for a good two to three weeks, I basically just sat and sulked and didn't do anything. Mm. Um, and from then onwards, I, I, I started thinking, well, actually, no, because we still need to be out there. We still need to be doing something. Charities still need people to raise money for them that's how charities work so more more so in a lot of ways um a, a little thing called um the 2.6 challenge came out um, and started people started saying about uh doing something with the numbers two and six still for the london marathon um to to help raise money uh, money for charities during that that period whilst we were all sort of not allowed out for longer than an hour and trying to think of things to do with the numbers two and six just to try and try and do do something so i i thought to myself well maybe i could run a marathon in my back garden um but ultimately my back garden isn't very big didn't really want to run around it um because that might have been a little bit easier so i decided to just run up and down my eight meter patio um oh, gosh. 5,271 times to make the 26.2 miles. I, I, I imagine that number is burned into your brain. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I have to tell people it was 5,271 times as well, um, just because it was 5,271 times up yep. and down an eight-metre patio. 
Yeah, it's a it's a battle it's a battle of will as much as actual physical ability, isn't it? I mean, you, you saw a lot of these things pop up on social media and on the news about people being creative with challenges during that first lockdown. Um, but it is interesting to actually sit down and talk to somebody about the 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 mentality and the reality of what sat behind it. How did that feel going up and down that patio five thousand times? To be honest, at the start, it was amazing. I loved it. Um, we were doing sort of Facebook live videos and stuff and people were sort of like sending messages of support. It, it was it was it was really good to start. Um, half the halfway point came and uh, my wife jumped on and she did 5K with me out in the garden as well. And it was brilliant. Oh, yeah, we're all having fun. Kids are running up and down alongside me as well. But 19 miles came around. Mm-hmm. Um, and from that point onwards, no one was allowed to talk to me. <laughs> yeah, long way to go as well, isn't it? Ninety miles. Yeah, I mean it was it was it was horrible, um, and it was just all about getting the job done. Then, <laughs> uh, yeah, and, until we were getting close to the end, I just I, I all I could see was uh, no, I just need to keep moving forward. Um, don't talk to me. Mm. Yeah, understandable. And an absolute test of endurance as well, because I think there is an element of when you're running a marathon and you hit that wall, which everyone does around that 19, 20 mile mark, sometimes early, sometimes a little bit later. Sometimes just putting your head down and putting one foot in front of the other is the way that you move past it. But I imagine when you're hitting your garden fence every eight meters, (laughs) um, it's a little bit more difficult, isn't it? It is, yeah. I mean, uh, the, the, my knees for a good two to three weeks just weren't just weren't the same I mean it was just constant turning because you couldn't find a rhythm it it was two to three strides and then you were turning around again it just yeah like I say to start with it was brilliant it was nice and I mean it was a really sunny day I mean it was it was just lovely it was nice and fresh um but yeah I mean the more and more it went on why did I do this? <laughs> <laughs> but but what an accomplishment and huge congratulations retrospectively to you. Um, I'm going to move on in a moment to, to the big challenge, the one that we are on the precipice of completing in 2021. Um, but before we do, you did mention a little bit when you were talking about the Garden Marathon, uh, you know, Facebook Lives and, and posting and getting messages. You are very active on social media. Um, how have you found that the Instagram running community, uh, I know Twitter as well, you know, on- online social media in general, how have you found that's impacted, one, I guess, your running journey, but also the, the fundraising side of things um, as well? It's, it's been absolutely amazing, really. I mean, I think everyone says it, but I mean, I, no one gets it like the run, running community gets it. Um, yeah, I mean, the the amount of support I get, um, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I, I, I rolled my ankle and mm-hmm. I felt like it was going to be the end of the world. Um, no one in my personal life thought much of it uh but the amount of support i got from everyone in the running community was just just amazing and i mean the amount of money that strangers i I say strangers i mean they're people i've not met but i mean they're people that you're all connected with through through the running community online 
Um, but the amount of money that people have sort of generously given me um, and the amount of support they give me, it just, it's just such, a, such an amazing thing. Um, and it really does help push me on. Um, I don't think I'd have got as far as I have without it, to be fair. It's, 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 it's mind boggling when you really try to think about it, but it is incredible. Um, OK, so you so we've alluded all the way through. Let's let's dedicate the last part of this chat to the challenge you are currently undertaking. You are in the process uh, of running 5K a day um, for the entirety of 2021. Talk to me a little bit about how this idea came to fruition, um, why you're doing it how it's gone, the ups, the downs, you talked about rolling your ankle. Just give me a, a potted history of how 2021 has been for you with that challenge uh, uh, consistently uh, present throughout it. Um, so, yeah, for obviously 2020 um, came and went. Uh, I did a couple of marathons during it. I, I always like to challenge myself. Um, during the year, I've done a couple of like red months, like run every day months. Um, and I thought to myself, I'd seen people like Rav um, and Rick, dad, whose dad's runs yep. on Instagram, yep. um, that had done, well, I mean, obviously Rav's still out there uh, on her run streak, but who'd done a minimum of whatever a day. Um, and I thought to myself, right, I, I need to do something. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for 5K a day. I'm going to go for a minimum of 5K a day for 2021 for Kidney Research UK. Um, just to try and help push on, push on my fundraising, and and put and yeah, just drive me forward. Um, but I thought five k a day, it's not a lot of mileage. I, I know I'm gonna I'm gonna make make sure I hit two thousand and twenty one miles for the year as well. So I thought right, okay, five k a day and two thousand and twenty one miles. That will be my goals for two thousand and twenty one. I know along the way as well. I had London Marathon uh, at some stage, whenever they decided they'd actually let you run it, I, mm -hmm. I would be running the, the London Marathon. So, yeah, I had them goals. Um, and, yeah, I headed into 2021 with with that in mind. Yeah. Uh, talk to me through some of the, the high points then. What are, what are some of the moments that have really stuck with you through this year? I mean, we'll, we'll get to the struggles in a moment. I'm sure they're plentiful too. But let's start on a positive. What what are some of the moments that really really stand out to you? Um, well, obviously, I, I've done I've done a marathon. I I, I like I like running long distance. Uh, I, I wouldn't say I'm good at running long distance, but I like running long distance. So I thought to myself, well, I, I need I need to do a fifty k. So um, early on in my challenge throughout the year, uh, I decided, well, actually, I'm I'm going to sign up, but I'm going to give myself a little while to do it. So. I signed myself up my first 50k in July. Um, obviously got training for that. Um, well, running obviously 5k a day every day minimum. Um, and yeah, I mean July came around, got got through it, did my first 50k. Um, it, it wasn't the best time. I did it in about six and a half hours, which I thought was great. Um, mm. I loved the whole experience. I mean, it, it was all sort of trail. It was all self navigation. Um, yeah, I loved it. I'd done a mar I'd, I'd done a marathon a couple of weeks before that as well, sort of in in the build up to it, which again, um, I, I really enjoyed. Um, still getting out and doing the five k afterwards, um, but I mean that wasn't enough. So 
end of August came around um, and it was heading towards it, it sort of just turned 12 years without uh, since my dad had died um, and the end of August is my dad's birthday so I was sort of trying to think of something I could do to mark to mark my dad's birthday because I always like to do something for him um, during the course of the year um, so I thought well 12 years since he's died it's his birthday it's a nice long long weekend it's the end of August I'll run for 12 hours so um, got up got out had left my house at seven o'clock in the morning and started running and didn't get home until seven o'clock in the evening um, and that I think is the single best thing I've ever done um, there was some very very dark low points during it but it was the most ex amazing experience um i did i did most of it on my own i had someone come and join me for a couple of hours um but yeah i mean most of it was was on my own and it was it was it was amazing i i loved it i mean the whole of the uh online running community sort of supported me along the way as well the messages i was getting it, yeah i mean it was brilliant um yes. A couple of weeks after that, I had the Great North Run, which again was the biggest, um, biggest event, like in-person event I've ever been to, or I had ever been to. Um, that was amazing. I loved the whole experience of that. Uh, one of my uh, real-life friends uh, was up there at the same time. I met up with him whilst I was up there, and we ran together. Um, that that was a really good day. Met a couple of people from from Instagram up there as well, which was really good um and then a few weeks after that obviously the london marathon came around which was something i felt like i'd been training for for <laughs> 20 years <laughs> yeah forever. Yeah, i think everyone felt the same didn't they um uh, I, I just want to take a moment to to cover off because you're a humble guy dean and uh, that i think your humility is part of what um attracts people to your journey and, and is probably part of the reason why i i think you're so successful in your fundraising you're very relatable but let's just take a moment to really acknowledge what you've done. 5K a day throughout the course of a year is an incredible feat, an incredible run streak. And some people will commit themselves to doing that and just doing that. And it's, I go and I do 5K a day and that's it. But you've not. You've also incorporated into that journey some absolutely incredible feats of endurance. You've had marathon training plans, ultra training plans. It isn't easy on, on those days when your body needs to rest and recover at very, very least, you're still getting out and plodding around a 5K. It's pretty incredible, dude. And I know I speak for everybody when I say well done and, and we're all very, very proud of you. Um, there have to have been some dark times, though. Um, any any moments that I, I know that the, the ankle rolls a bit of a sore subject. Any moments where you've thought, oh, God, the wheels are falling off a bit here? To be, to be honest, um, uh, January, um, I... I'd, uh, I handed my notice in at work on the first day back after Christmas. So January was an amazing month. I had I had the whole month on garden leave, mm -hmm. uh, so I could run when I wanted, how I wanted. Um, February rolled around, and uh, there was quite a lot of snow around. So I mean that, that wasn't that wasn't so good. So I did a I did a lot of treadmill running during that, and that was soul destroying. Yeah. Say. Yeah, um, but I mean, but 
overall, it wasn't too bad. Um, and barring one slight injury that I got in May, I, I felt like the whole year was going too well. There was nothing, nothing going wrong with me. Um, and I, I just felt, I mean, even with, I sort of went out for a run in, in May um, and I moved out the way of a car, stepped back onto the road and I felt something in my glute. Um, and for, for a good couple of days afterwards, it, it wasn't right. Went to a physio, they, they shoved their elbow in and I was fine again. So mm. from, from that point, I mean, uh, I didn't feel too bad. Um, and yeah, I mean, other than that, up until two weeks ago, I, there, there's been nothing. I, I, there was nothing that was making me think I'm not going to do this. Um, there was nothing major enough for me to worry. I, I, I was, I was loving getting out. I mean, obviously, don't get me wrong. There's times where you, I don't really fancy it today, but I think everyone gets that. Um, in, in life but I mean once you've got out and done it I mean it's just amazing uh, mm. and and you feel so good for it but yeah <laughs> yeah and and, and and then of course we hit the the infamous ankle roll um, how are you feeling after that are you, are you feeling okay now are you, are you are you are you over the worst of it yes I mean it was for for a couple of days it was touch and go as to whether I should I mean I could put hardly any weight on it at all um I was <laughs> I was very I was very low and very hard to be around when when that happened I think but um I I slowly started moving sort of trying to put a bit more weight on it uh, and I think with putting the weight on it it actually freed it up and it 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 was actually moving a lot better I mean it's it's still tender now but I mean I can run and walk and there's no there's no pain whilst I'm running or walking it's sort of just if I prod around in certain areas mm. it, it, it's a little bit tender <coughs> sure and nothing that's going to stop you from where are, what are we 30 by the time this goes out we'll be less than 30 days left until the end of the challenge now we're going to wrap up in a moment dude and I'm just going to ask you a little bit about what what's next in plan for you moving into 2022 but We've alluded to your humility a little bit already and the fact that you get on with it um, and you would uh, maybe not believe talking to you um, the absolutely astronomical feats that you've achieved. And one of those is the incredible amount of money you've raised. So let's just take a moment to bask in a little bit of glory because I think you do deserve to. Just tell me, just tell me and tell everyone listening, just how much money have you raised for charity? Um, well, I mean, over the last sort of few years that I have been raising money for, for kidney research and for Macmillan, um, I've, I've raised over nine thousand pounds. I mean, wow. we're we're pushing on to ten thousand. Wow. I'm I'm hoping if everything comes in that that's been pledged, um, we sh- we should hit five thousand for for this challenge, um, and that will push me over the ten thousand pound mark overall. Absolutely incredible. And, uh, and and people should absolutely, they're listening and haven't got around to doing it yet. A great cause to donate a bit of money to. We'll give those details in a moment. So have you had a think about what comes next for you then, man? I mean, I imagine a little bit of a rest maybe in January, but anything beyond that? Um, see, everyone asks me this. How am I going, how am I, am I going to stop? How, what am I going to do? Um, I, I think I want to stop. Um, I'd love to 
I'd love to carry on. I'm I'm very I am very driven. I I do challenge myself and I, I try and push myself a bit too much sometimes. Um so obviously I would like to be the world record holder for the amount of runs every day, but I'm I'm, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. So um ultimately I've got some unfinished business with uh with the marathon distance. Um when I did the London Marathon earlier on in the year. Um, some things happened sort of during the night on the the night before, which sort of didn't put me in the right headspace for the day. So I think I'm going to take take a few days and um, in, in January to sort of rest uh, and and then sort of get going again because I booked myself onto the Manchester Marathon for April. Wonderful, um, felt like family meetup. Yeah, can't wait. Um, and I, I really want to. I really want to prove something to myself um, that because I know it's there. So yeah, I, I, I need I need to. I, I think I'm going to take a step back to, to push myself forward, really. And and I have, I have no doubt that you will. Uh, first of all, accomplish this challenge, um, uh, this incredible challenge that you do at the moment, and then move on to the next one and accomplish that with a plum um, as well. And uh, and and we'll be there on the sidelines cheering you on. Now, before I let you go, man. Uh, let me know where people can find you. Let me know where people uh, can donate to the very, very worthy cause um, that is this uh, 5k a day challenge that you're doing at the moment. Um, so, yeah, on Instagram, I'm at runner.dean. Um, you can find my fundraising page at www.virginmoneygiving.com forward slash deanwix2. Or if you are following me or if you don't follow me already, uh, if you click click onto my page and if you just click on the link in my bio it'll take you take you straight to my fundraising page absolutely wonderful and we will be linking and sharing the crap out of that as well if anybody is struggling to come across it just check out our social medias and we'll make sure that you can find it it will also be in the bio of this episode now dean i'm going to let you get on with your sunday evening sir i know i've kept you long enough and you've done this at short notice so thank you so much for accommodating us um is there anyone you wanted to shout out say hello to mention before i let you go dude no, just just everyone really, because I mean, I, I can't single out one person because I mean, just everyone, just everyone has just been sort of so supportive and yeah, I mean, I, all you guys just I love I love the show, I love I love how involved you you let everyone be, everyone who is a listener of this show, I think feel like they're part of of something. Um, so I did, yeah, I mean, you 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 guys, I thank you. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I can't single out one person because everyone is so supportive. However, I do need to thank my wife because without her, I don't think I would be able to do what I am doing. So, yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant way to sign off, my friend. So listen, best of luck with the last month of the challenge. We're behind you every step of the way. I know you're going to smash it. Um, and, uh, and looking forward to seeing what comes next. All the best, mate. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Cheers, guys. And that's... My fine four-foot friend was Mr. Dean Wicks. What did you reckon? Yeah, brilliant stuff. Great to finally hear what he's all about and uh, his running uh, running journey and the challenge that he's been doing. 5K a day at least for uh, for 365 days. That is an amazing, amazing effort. So, yeah, well, well done to him. Great, great chat and great stuff. Yeah, do, do you know what resonated with me the most? Like, 
I said it on the episode, but I think it's important just to cover it off again, just to really let it sink in what he's accomplished and what he's on the verge of achieving. Like if somebody came on to this show and said, I've run 5K every single day for a year, you'd be like, wow, that's a massive achievement and well, well worthy of praise. But that's mm. not all he's done. He's That's the minimum he's done. Yeah. He's, he's, he's run a marathon. He's, he's run ultra. He's run, he's, he's, he's trained for a marathon. He's, gone through all that without rest days and he's done it all to raise yeah. this astronomical amount of money I, I i just think he's great and he's such a humble dude and i'm so glad that we were able to um to, to sort of jiggle we weren't going to be getting on until next year originally um uh, with the schedule but we had a, a bit of a conflict a bit of a clash with another guest that meant we had to bump them back so we managed to get dean in. he did it on short notice bless him as well and, and i'm glad we did it before because I really yeah. wanted, I, I, as much as it would have been great to have done like a retrospective next year on, on his 2021, I think the fact that he's still in the thick of it and I'd really yeah. encourage people to go and donate to him and let's get him over that 10 grand, um, I think that would be yeah. amazing. Yeah, it'd be awesome. I, I mean, I, I tried doing a, a, a challenge for a month. Uh, I think it was 10, 10K a day for a month and that was hard enough. So doing it, doing 5K a, a minimum for a year is just something else and an amazing yeah. amount of money raised so far as well. So let's try and get that push over a 10 grand. And I'm, I'm sure we could, as a fart like family uh, collective, I'm sure we can get it done. Yeah, absolutely agreed. And I know that a lot of people have donated to him already. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Um, great community that we're a part of. But uh, one thing that Dean has messaged me today, actually asking me to cover off is at the end of that interview, Dean mentioned his fundraising page, his, uh, his Virgin money page, but of course, Virgin money giving has closed down um right. since uh and and so what he's done is he, that that's all closed down now but he has for his last month of his challenge for anyone who wants to give still the same charity still the same cause but it's now justgiving.com forward slash runner dean and we, that's the link we'll put in the bio so if you go, do want to donate you see the link in the bio you see the link in our social thing oh that's not the virgin money uh website that dean mentioned don't worry it is the right one he has told me it's the just giving site you need to be donating to now yeah yeah nice one all right. Uh, wonderful stuff. Right. OK, let's just get on with it. This is become my mm. least favorite part of the show, to be honest. Um, uh, we're dragging it out. Jack <laughs> is going to be once again trying to get into the inner circle uh, just so we can mm. give the poor little lad some air time. Um, Jack Penfold, either. Hola. Hello. Oh, oh, hola. Hola, Jack. Hola. ¿Qué tal? ¿Cómo estás? Uh, gracias. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's about it <laughs> that's that's thank you we asked you how you are in two different ways actually which i'm quite impressed with from us matt uh um i don't know bien. how to say i'm very good thank bien. you bien. Muy, no more is, oh, no more bien. is bien good muy muy bien, bien. muy bien gracias muy bien is that spanish yes Gracias. I don't know. I'm very well, thank you. I was trying to do some <laughs> Spanish because I've come back from Spain and I thought I would say hola and you would say hello and that would be the end of it and I wouldn't have to uh, do any more Spanish. Uh. <laughs> it's all got a bit Pete Tong, hasn't it, mate? It, it has gone Pete Tong and that's how I like to do this segment. Very Pete uh, Tongish. Uh, absolutely. Um, how was Benidorm, my friend? Uh, it was very good, thank you. I'm feeling a little bit tired and have a slight cold, but it's not the vid. Um, and I'm all in one piece, so I'll take it. Absolutely wonderful, and congratulations on absolutely smashing your half marathon. Uh, the Toe Zone Runners, that's, that, 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 that's the group, yes. isn't it? Yep, yeah. uh, I do yes. my research. Um, I, yeah, it looked like it was great fun. I, mess- I actually messaged your dad and said uh, me and Matt are tagging along next year. So 
Oh yeah, <laughs> come along the more the merrier. We had loads this year, twenty yeah. or something. Oh, maybe 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 we tag it onto a little bit of a what the fart like thing. If you're if, if, any fart like family that fancy Benidorm next year for a race, just hit us up in the comments and we'll in the uh, in the in our DMs and we'll uh, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll see if it's something worth planning. I think it'll be good to, fun. Yeah, we'll have to try and swing it with us missus and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, Matt, I'll tell you this: it's ridic- it's ridiculously cheap. The flights were cheap. The race is only 28 euros. You get a T-shirt, medal, a crazy goodie bag, and it's like it, you feel like you're running oh, a marathon type event. Nice. Um, do you know what sold? Do you know what sold drinks it to out me? there are cheap. Do you know cheap? what sold it to me? Yeah, cheap. <laughs> cheap. I'm in. I'm in. Matt, 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 Matt is the absolute <laughs> just, just, just a budgie, aren't you? Cheap, cheap, cheap. Um, <laughs> chirpy, chirpy, cheap, cheap. <laughs> Uh, wonderful. Uh, yeah, may, may, maybe we uh, maybe we tag along then, Matt. What do you reckon? No, that sounds like a yes. Why not? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Bring some fun. The first Partly abroad fun. trip. Yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Um, right. Okay. So, uh, Jack, how are you feeling? Yes. This week, about your ability to perhaps penetrate the inner circle. Um, if you ask me to give you a scale of one to ten on zero being not confident at all and ten being insanely confident. I'm going to put myself at an eight because I think I've got I've got someone who I trust, someone mm-hmm. who I class as a friend, um, and I've got them to do me a little reference this week. And I, I again, I haven't had a chance to listen to it because um, I was in Spain and I couldn't actually receive the file because it um, you know, day framing and all that. A lot of experience. Yeah, so I haven't actually had a chance to listen to it, and I didn't want to listen to it just because I trusted him anyway. So and right, you yes, have, have got, only got you have only got one again this week, haven't you, Joe? I have only got one again this oh, week. Right. Yes, yeah. uh, unfortunately, the other yeah. the other two, you know, last week I said um, I was I was going to try and aim for four, but I only got one last week, one this week. Yeah. Unfortunately, the other two haven't come back, so I'm going to have to ask them again mm. this week. Yeah, you, that's that's. I, I mean, I do I do respect and appreciate the fact that you you spent now two episodes trying to unpick your shitty lie. But let's let's continue. <laughs> um, so um, just for anyone who doesn't know, uh, Jack is trying very hard to penetrate Statman John's inner circle, uh, which is an innuendo, of course, because we like making innuendos. But uh, more importantly, it is his circle of trust. Statman John is our friend. If you've not met him before, you're in for a treat. We're going to introduce him in just a moment. And uh, him and Jack have not quite got along over the course of the last couple of series. Um, he doesn't trust Jack. And Jack's taken on so many wacky challenges and attempts at would-you-rathers and impressions and everything under the sun to get Statman John to trust him. And uh, so far, he has been unsuccessful at every turn. So now he has to get a reference from an existing Inner Circle member. So we're going to find out exactly who it is. Last week, Mr. John Pickup did it badly and uh, and he didn't get Jack in. So mm, there we go. Even as I explain it, this segment is absolutely fucking ridiculous, isn't it? But right, OK, let's carry it. Let's, let's jump in. Uh, Matt, we're going to introduce Statman John. And I believe you've got a new Statman John song. Uh, is yeah, that right? I've, I've, been work- I've been working on it again. Long and hard, into the night. Uh, That's what right, she right, said. Right. <laughs> <laughs> writing these lyrics, I, I did the um, Mr. Vane one last time, so we're going out, we're going nineties pop this time. Oh, love it. it! I am born yes. ready. 
He is a dream, he is a dish, everyone's fantasy. He is our hope, he brings us love, he's everything that you need. Loves nothing more than playing catch with the crow. He is so strong, he might be faithful, but I'm counting on SMJ answering. You're the reason that I live. Let's hear hello, lads. So Statman John, come and join us. Statman John, answer me. We want to speak to you for a moment. Until Jack gets shushed by thee. <laughs> yes! Yes! My, my, oh, oh, I've, I've got a bit of a hard on listening to that. That was incredible! Um, is that my John? Are you there? Uh, it's off world up. Oh my god! <laughs> How good was that? Did you hear that, that my John? I've got a raging hard tear right now. <laughs> oh my god! Oh Matt, you have outdone yourself, sir. A doth of the cap to you, my yeah. friend. I'm gonna Let's try me off. for the rest oh. of the series, I think. Brilliant. Bloody hell. Throw me off uh throw me off course. Can I have a second, lads? Can I just have a quick sec? Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, five that my John, you take just let me know when you're ready. Right, my go, my go. There you go, that'll keep you thinking for a while. Fifty fifty. Look at you, <laughs> that vein's come out. Vein on your head. You love it. There you go, you've got time, don't worry, you've got time. Hello lads, how are you? <laughs> uh, back straight back on tracks, that my John. I like it. You got right back in. Um pray tell what exactly is going on there in the background? Oh, oh, he's funny. You might hear him. Um, it's what's his name? Oh, Chris Tarrant. Chris Tarrant. We're just <laughs> doing a bit of Connect Four. <laughs> uh, you and you, you and the Tarrant old friends. Yeah, it's all right. They heard of you. Uh, he's getting out t-shirt. Everything <laughs> send you. Calm down. Uh, yeah, he's a, a good friend of mine, old Chrissy. Yeah, old Chrissy. Uh, and and a Connect Four fan apparently. Mm. Yes, I am the champion. May I of, have course. You of course. Uh, of just your game or of the world? The world. Of course, of course. Mm. And is was that sort of a comp- some kind of world championships? Yes, over in um, Japan. Yes, years. yes. Of course, the famous Japanese World Connect 4 Championship. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's I'm the one, aware that's of the one. Yeah. yeah, I'm just training him up. He uh, yeah. wants to impress his new lady. So, <laughs> so yeah. Connect four is the way to do it, is it? Mm, yes, yes. <laughs> um, Works for you, doesn't it, Statman John? It works for you. Um, how's your week been? Uh, good, actually. I have uh, befriended or made friends with the cat across the road. Don't know if you remember. Yes, I do. I do. Tell us more. Yep, we are now cleaning each other. Um, <laughs> getting food for each other. I play with his balls. He plays with mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a bond has emerged as such, yeah. Yes, but um, I'm not yet weightless. He's uh, got a bit of a bad uh, back from that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course, because you've been riding him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm with you now. Yeah, uh, this is why you've got to listen to every episode of the show, folks. Continuity, <laughs> um, threaded storylines of the highest caliber. Um, Statman John Jacks here. Oh, God, I thought he wasn't. You're right, lad. <laughs> Hola, sir. How are you? What What did you just say? Hola, sir. How are you? 
Oh, God, he's trying to be funny, isn't he? <laughs> I think he's trying to say hola. Oh, God, you silly little man. Uh, I'm good. How are you? Uh, yeah, not too bad, thank you. Thank you for asking. It's all right. Well, may- or maybe, Jack- or, or maybe he's saying holler. No, Jack, if, if it had said Ari Ola, then maybe maybe Statman John would uh, appreciate that. But... <laughs> you are my little oh, white man. Oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to um, say it, and then it clicked in. Oh, terrible. <laughs> terrible. Right, OK, so uh, Statman John, uh, Jack has got another proposition for you uh, to try and get himself into the inner circle one more time. I've got a feeling I don't know which way it's going to go, but let's find out. Jack, do you want to pitch to Statman John exactly who it is that you've got speaking on your behalf? And then we will run the clip. Yes, I will. Uh, so, Statman John, uh, this week I've got my good friend Nick Finney, uh, a member of the Inner Circle, giving me a reference. And I hope it's enough for you to allow me to enter. OK. Hello, Statman John. It's Nick here. Jack's asked me to give you a reference on his behalf to allow him to enter your inner circle. Um, not quite sure what to to say really. Jack is a person. I think um, that's fairly clear to most of us. It's it's very hard to describe his um, his good points. So what I've done is I've I've come up with some pros and cons for why or why he shouldn't enter the inner circle, and I'll leave it with you. In terms of the pros, he would bring his posh snacks from Waitrose, so that would be a big bonus, and it would make a, a, a nice difference from the, the out-of-date bacon fries that Matthew normally brings. Also, Jack is amusing. He doesn't mean to be amusing. I don't think he realises he's amusing, but all this nonsense about turning up late at a park run and overtaking 400 people and going to Waitrose every day with his butler, you know, it's, he would be a source of amusement. In terms of the cons, firstly, and this is a big one, he would be in the inner circle. Secondly, if he comes along, then I suppose he's going to want his entourage involved as well. So before you know it, we're going to have butlers, masseurs, you know, all, all sorts of lackeys hanging around the, the rim of the circle. And I think that's probably a health and safety issue. Anyway, I'll, um, I'll leave that with you. That's, that's really the best I can do for Jack. And, um, oh, yes, before I go, I, I know you're hanging around with the Spice Girls, uh, or you have been recently. If you happen to speak to Jerry in the next few days, could you just tell her I'm really sorry about what happened to the full-size poster of her I had back in 1997? I was young and excitable. Anyway, got to go, Statman. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bloody hell. I, uh, that man has the longest spine i ever seen, but that was nearly the longest speech i ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, oh my. It did go on a little bit, didn't it? He did. Nick, you are lucky I'm a fan, and Jezza, she accepts your apology. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Jack, have, have you been giving him tips on how many words to say? I mean, I, I haven't, but maybe he's just, maybe he hasn't announced yet, but maybe he loves me so much he wants to be more like <laughs> me. Just just before we go on, Rob, you did you did insert the clip in this this week, didn't you? Burn. 
You <laughs> horrible little bastard. <laughs> what? I don't think... It, no, nobody nobody realised last week, did they? No. No. <laughs> only, only, no, because Glenn Penfold... Shout out to Glenn Penfold, our um, our our checker, our episode checker, who <laughs> listens to the podcast at five o'clock in the morning on a Thursday. Big love, Glenn Penfold. Uh, <laughs> messaged me and told me that yes, I forgot to put the clip in. So if you missed the clip of JP last week, I apologise. It was edited and added in by seven thirty in the morning, which, let's face it, is before most sane people should be listening to the podcast. <laughs> Um, but thank you for, for humbling me there, Matthew. No, you tiny, tiny bastard. Yes, that's what this show's come to be, hasn't it? Us two, two just trying to get one over on each other. So you're welcome. It'll come back on you, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Don't you worry about that, my guaranteed, friend. Guaranteed, guaranteed. Uh, so, okay, so, uh, yeah, my, my complete ineptitude aside, um, Statman John, what are we saying? Are we not, are we not happy with that then? Um, I, uh, I really do like the man. And you know what, Jack, let's let you in. Really? Nah, of course not, he ain't coming in. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Psych. December Fools. Once again, back into the incredible. Um, oh, Jack, he, 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 he fish hooked you then, didn't he? Yeah, but. Yeah, I, thought, I thought I was getting an early Christmas present. I got all excited, shot my load. <laughs> did you did you just jack can i can we just stop sorry guys for a second jack did you just make a sexual innuendo because i'm sorry mate that's not what this show's about no no jack we've been doing this for over a year and we have never had to resort to that level of lowbrow humor i don't know about you guys but i'm disappointed in him Right yeah, in a no, circle we've... has never been tighter. You are definitely not coming in. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. You haven't even got close. You've not even tickled the rim, you dirty right. little boy. So I'm saying rude jokes, aren't I? Yep. There you go. That's what you should. You 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 just you're not no no oh, no. Really? Oh. I'll um, have to have a week long suspension from entering. What would Daddy say? What would oh, Daddy no. say? <laughs> no. I'm Daddy, if, as you as you'll know if you ask Ben Stittle. He's my baby girl. Oh my God! <laughs> right, we're, we're at this segment stopping before it descends into <laughs> even more nonsense than it is. So Jack, next week get a better reference. Maybe ask them not to talk for quite as long, Nick Finney, um, and uh, and Statman John. Maybe then we can get him in the inner circle. What do you reckon? Let's see. Let's see. All right. Uh, Statman John, have a wonderful week. Jack, have a week. Perfect. Matt, let's get on to a roll call. Tomorrow, lads. Bye. Bye. All right, partner. You know what time it is. Keep roll calling, baby. Keep roll calling, 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 calling. You were very assertive then, and I liked it. You, you, <laughs> didn't, you, didn't, you didn't wait for me to start to make to ask you to do it. You just went straight in after the swoosh. Yeah. And I respect yeah. that about you. What? What? Mr. What? Mr. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> right there, but you missed the what then, Rob. All right. Sorry. God, he's being very demanding this week. Um, so, uh, roll call. We've had some amazing achievements in our Fart Lake family this week. Matt, should we start making our way through them? Do you want to start? 
Yeah, I can do. So Haley runs here. She, she's shouting out, Rosa hates soup. Uh, Rosa just hates soup. Uh, for a whole year, doing 30 minutes of ex- activity every single day. So well done, Rosa. Awesome stuff. Can I just ask you a question? Go on. You couldn't decide whether you wanted to say exercise or activity, could you? No, no. That, yeah. Is that why? Is that why you said activity? I, <laughs> 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 I knew you'd get me back. I told you I'd get you back almost immediately. Uh, uh, so we've got some shout-outs for our Benidorm Tone Zone crew. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Jack Penfold has shouted out uh, uh, Byron and Glenn for doing the um, the Benidorm half marathon. Um, he has shouted out himself because he has no shame. Um, we were going to praise him for it, but that's just made me decide I don't want to. Um, <laughs> we also want to... Oh, he's even put what position British person he came in. I'm not... Ugh, right. <laughs> well done, Byron. Well done, Glenn, for a sub two hour. 134 for Byron. Well done to all of you. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. Um Jack's dad has actually also quoted that he he would like to congratulate Jack for being the second Brit, 25th overall in the Benham Half Marathon, which is an amazing achievement. But the fact that Jack called himself out and even gave us his nationality placement <laughs> makes me a little bit sad. <laughs> anyway, next. Uh, yeah, we've got Vicky uh, for shouting out Kyla for keeping going and smashing her first um part 5k since uh, since her operation so well done kyla keep on you, keep on going well done are they gonna keep on rolling then uh, keep on rolling baby. baby you know what time it is uh, yeah amazing <laughs> job kyla's been doing a, a lot of work behind the scenes part running uh volunteering hasn't she and the fact she's back out running herself is a big achievement yes. so well done um uh, wayne 69 and score 78 running uh absolute superstar um, he's uh, he's got a couple of shout outs, one from himself, one from Rob Corns. Matt's going to get to that in a little while. Um, in fact, Matt, you can do that one next if you like. Um, but he just wanted to mention that he did a 20 mile run, but it was a recce of the Pendle Way. Um, mm. So he'll be able to give you some tips, Matt. Um, no, so well I'm done. Sure that, I'm sure that rings a bell, that Pendle, Pendle Way. God knows. <laughs> yes, why, why, why else did Wayne get a shout out <laughs> yeah he's got a shout out from like, as you just mentioned Rob Corns uh, for braving the storm to make it down to Wadeness Park Run uh, and met a couple of uh, Fartlet family uh, people down there so well done well done Wayne awesome stuff yeah and also well done to Rob and Clermanan and Andy Bradley who all ran with him as well it was good to see you guys have a little mini meet up sorry I couldn't be there I was meant to be, but that bloody snow kept me in Yorkshire. Um, and and you see, Wayne, it's not a bad in witness. You didn't grow an extra arm while you were here from the chemicals, did you? So, <laughs> you know, it's not as bad as people say. Um, not anymore, anyway. And uh, and I've also got uh, Laura shouting out Paul Griffiths, who absolutely nailed uh, Donny 10K. Uh, quite a few people racing, actually. Um, they've not. Uh, I'll do a little bit of rundown of people I can remember off the top of my head. Who haven't submitted roll calls but did race this weekend um, in just a moment. But yeah, Paul uh, Paul nailed a PB um, despite having a rubbish week. So uh, Laura was uh, wanted to shout you out. Uh, well done, Paul. You're having, a, you're having a good go at it at the minute. So uh, very proud of you, sir. And uh, well, the last one, Matt, here is is, is Kirsty. Um, yeah, I'll, 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 no, won't bother Jackie. with that one. No, I'll leave it. Yeah. We'll shout out. We'll shout out Kirsty for, for uh, shouting out somebody in the roll call. So well done, Kirsty. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, for shouting out an anonymous person whose name rhymes with Schmatch Memfold. <laughs> and, 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 and is a schmatted schmanker. 
<laughs> I love you, Jack. <laughs> well done, you smashed it, mate. Um, anyway, and uh, yeah, just uh, everyone who raced this weekend, uh, who I can remember off the top of my head, I think um, Lou and Dan were out. Lucy and Dan, uh, they were at Wilmslow with not bad for fact that Adam. Well done to you, mate. Um, Laura ran, Paul ran. Who else? There's a couple of races on this with the Benidorm crew. Just well done to everybody who, who ran uh, this weekend. Whether you're racing or just running, uh, we're dead proud of you. So uh, good work and uh, let's keep on rolling into the new year. Uh, Matt, hit us with another song. Yeah. All right, partner. Keep on. I forgot the lyrics now. It's It's ours, yeah. It's, it's nearly time for me to go to work. Yeah, we've got a night shift. You've been roll call, baby. Thank you. <laughs> that was awful. Right. Okay. Have we got some fan coups? Uh, yes. Uh, thanks for Dean uh, coming on, sharing his story. Thank you to Graham Lindley for the super awesome theme music. Thank you to Statman John, Jack Penfold, I suppose. Uh, Nick Finney for submitting the reference. Um, thank you to uh, you Did for you listening. Thank... Everybody for listening. Did you thank, thank Ben? You. Did you thank Ben? Was Ben on? Ben, has Ben been on? <laughs> yeah. What What was he talking oh, about? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For the community challenge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Dickhead. Dickhead. Um, uh, yes. Thank you to all of you. Do you want to know who we've got on next week? I do know who we've got on next week. Do you want to tell me who we've got on next uh, week? Yeah, we've got Jess Stanley on next week. So Jess keeps running, uh, mm. one of our original uh, lockdown quiz crew lot. Um, yeah, awesome. Can't wait to hear what she's got to say. Yeah, been on a great running journey, especially in the lockdown and beyond world. Excited to We've had quite a lot of these these little ultra guys on. Might get some few hints and tips from that, Matt. Yeah, as we wind down the series, we're finishing strong. Uh, she's just most importantly an awesome human being. I know people are going to want to hear more about her. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be catching up with Jess. That'll be fun, won't it? Yes. Can't wait uh, where can people find us, Matt, if you want to give us a follow? Everywhere, Rob. Absolutely everywhere. If you just search what the fuck, like, you'll find us. So we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Instagram. I've said Instagram. Uh, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, just search what the fault it goes on website www.whatthefaultlet.com. Uh, yeah, just search what the fault you'll find us. Yeah. The one and the only. The 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 one. I am the one and only. Bum, bum. Um. So, uh, oh, also need to mention the newsletter. Oh yeah, that, that, is that out now as we speak? No, it goes out tomorrow. Oh. But well done for not yeah, paying attention. As, well, it, well, it will be as we speak now. So as we're no. As no, that, I was yeah. saying tomorrow as if today is Thursday. And I was saying as you're out. listening to us. Yeah. So as you're <laughs> listening to us, it will go out. It's going out on Friday, Matt. It's going out on Friday. Ah, I get you. Okay. <laughs> a what a shovel. What a shovel. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I'm sorry. We've had a sneak preview and it's all good fun. Yeah. Lo- loads of great loads of info. It's, it's, it's a great way. I know that we've started the fart like family stuff the community stuff um obviously you've heard about the community challenge um we have the whatsapp group but it can get a little bit manic in there it's not for everybody i understand that 
What? You mean the, you mean the parkrun community challenge that Ben told us about? <laughs> yeah, because you know all about it. Why don't you tell? Why, why don't you just give it a summary about what what it entails? Exactly. Shut up. Right. So, um, uh, yeah. So it is. It's not the ideal um place to to kind of share information because there's lots of messages. They talk about Henderson's relish a lot. Um, it is fun, but it's not quite the place for um uh, getting information. So the the newsletter I've got every week. It'll have our race calendar in it. It will have um, race reports. It will have blogs, um, guest blogs from you guys. If you want to get involved in that, get in touch. We'd love to hear you guys write a race report or a blog. It's, it's all about you. Um, we've got exclusive discount codes that will be on there. Uh, talk about the community challenge, updates on that, and also links to all the episodes. So it sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Yes. A one-stop and source of all the vital information. Absolutely. And it's not actually come from um, from us. We, we've not had a lot to do with it. It's um, our community team. So Nick and Jamie and Claire, all led, of course, by McPaul, um, uh, uh, core team member Paul, who, who, who manages our website. He, he's coordinated it all. Uh, so a big thanks to all those guys for, for taking a little bit of a load off after my, my mini meltdown about how much work I've got to do on the podcast. Um, <laughs> people have been so kind in coming forward to help out with it. And, and they really have. And, and, and Ben and JP as well. I want to shout you guys out for, for doing the same as well as everyone else who's you know, offered to help um, uh, share the load because we have been under it. Under me and Matt have been under the cosh a little bit this series, trying to get stuff done. Um, so thank you. Please do pop on to either our website or the bio of our social media page of our Instagram page. You click the link. It's review.com forward slash summit summit summit. What the fart like? Uh, you put your email address in. That automatically uh, signs you up, and then every week it'll land in your inbox on a Friday. What do you reckon, Matt? Yes, yes, great stuff. Thank you. Yeah, and again, thank you to all them those involved that's uh, that's created it. So uh, yeah, it took a load of weight off our shoulders, and it's also uh, helps us out and uh, helps out the community as well. So thank you very much. Yeah, brilliant, 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 brilliant. Um, nothing more to say except for if you want to give me a follow, I'm at little runner boy Rob. And if you want to follow, I don't know why after this episode, but uh, no. if you want some uh, song lyrics writing or anything like that, uh, <laughs> at Matthew. <laughs> you found your niche and you stick to it and i love you for it um so yeah guys as always as we wind down series five and uh, and as as we all know christmas is an amazing time it can be it can be a lonely time um it can be a difficult time for people whether it's whether it's loneliness whether it's money troubles whatever it might be just remember to always always be excellent to each other uh, may your runs continue to be wonderful look out for each other it's cold out there at the minute um, as ever be kind or just piss off man and uh, we will catch you on the flip flop peace caca that was, that was a very poignant caca to finish with I liked it <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs>